Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great start to your week. And in today's episode, Simple Living with my friend, Beth Macy. Oh, I love it when we get together once a year and have our conversations about Simple Living, and I hope you will as well. And of course, this week, my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and book suggestion. And the question for this week is, name one area in your life you would like to simplify. Maybe you want to simplify your clothes because you've retired and you don't need the suits and the corporate look anymore. Or maybe it's the cooking because you have downsized and you may eat out more. You may eat more fruits and vegetables. So therefore, you don't need all those pots and pans. I would love to know. Or maybe some people, you know, they move into the cities, they get rid of their cars because they're so close to public transportation. They walk, they bike. So I would love to know from you. So one of my questions was, is the information, and this is from a previous episode, information, photos, and apps on your devices organized? And someone shared that semi-organized. So far, I have different files to store pics in, but there's still some work that needs to be done. And Madalena, and one of these days, I'm going to really pronounce her name correctly, and she's from Facebook. So a fun fact is Simple Living encompasses a number of voluntary, of different voluntary practices to simplify one's lifestyle. This may include, for example, reducing one's possessions, generally referred to as minimalism, or increasing self-sufficiency. Simple living may be characterized by individuals being satisfied with what they have rather than what they want. Which is why once a year, I love having my conversation with Bess Macy. And she is a successful consultant in high technology sector, having worked for such companies as Lotus Development, Apple Computer, IBM. She's also a talented artist and her work is is collections from New York to Australia. She is a licensed mental health counselor and her creativity expands in many areas, writing, stained glass, oil painting, acrylics, She's based in Massachusetts. And of course, she is the author of many years, many worlds. So now I'm going to bring to you my conversation with Beth Macy. Well, listeners, it's that time of year. It's the end of the year. And my wonderful special guest, Beth Macy, is returning. And we're going to just talk about Simple living. I think sometimes in this world of the phones and the apps and all the busyness of the holiday season and getting ready for the new year, we get we kind of forget the simple things, the wonderful, simple life that can, you know, less stress, less anxiety, less money, less stuff. I can go on and on and on. But guests, thank you so Beth, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, well, it's a joy, as you, you, you've heard me say before. I love being on your show, and I love talking to you. So I look forward to this every year. And I do, too. And actually, as I was sharing with you, I went back in the archives, and we've been doing this since 2014. 
team having a wonderful energy of conversations. And because I always go back, you know, the listeners really enjoy these conversations because these are one of the most popular conversations and segments that I have. So thank you, Beth. Well, thank you. You know, you inspire me every, as I think towards the end of the year and, and think of this coming up and, and I think on how to make my life simpler and, and to not get sucked into the busyness of this time of year because it can be a, a time that can, can, you can get so frantic doing things, going places, buying things. And, uh, you know, it also reminds me, looking forward to your show, on, on how to simplify and declutter. Uh, it's my constant challenge. Uh, the one thing that has saved me is that tip of, uh, you know, if you're bringing something in, something else has to go out. <laughs> that has just saved me from, from drowning in, in, in shoes, for example. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I think we all, you know, it's interesting because um, I was talking to a fellow professional organizer and sometimes they even, people think that we're like these superheroes, but we still have to deal with our stuff and not get caught up in all of the stuff and all of the stress and, 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 and complications of life. And, and I was even sharing with her because this past weekend, you know, as I shared with you, found out I have allergies and, you know, I started taking medication. Well, you know, when you take medication, your body has to kind of get used to it. And somebody sent me a text and said, Hey, I need to see you this weekend. It's only an hour. I know you can fit it in. And I told her, I looked at that text and I said, you know what? Even though the old Janet would have probably said, yeah, I'll fit it in. But this Janet said, no, I can't. I need to stay home. I need to rest. I need to take care of myself because if I don't, then I can't do all the other stuff that I want to do in the future. So, you know, the simple life is not just about the things we have, but like you said, it's about our decisions too. And and I, I think the pacing yourself is so important. Um, you know, I find that, um, you know, there's a lot of demand this time of year. Go to this party, uh, you know, go, go see these people. People crawl out of the woodwork that you don't see except once a year. And so I try to, to really spread them out through November and December. Um, yeah, every once in a while there's a, a party that I can't resist and I'll, I'll go to. But I won't stay late um, because I don't want to wear myself out during this time period. I want to be able to pace myself. And uh, so, you know, I hear you on, on being able to say no to some things and just really saying what's meaningful. You know, I think the, the what's meaningful is we look at objects and decide whether to keep them and you know, what's meaningful on do I really need to go to this meeting or go to this party or, or, or you know, go see this group of friends? Uh, you know, friends are, are special and, and very valuable, so very often that's a yes, but it, it does have to be paced. You have to stay healthy, and there's so many germs going around this time of year, too. And you're so right, and you're right, and I like what you said about, you, you know, stretching it out, because I think sometimes... You know, we feel the holidays between Thanksgiving and New Year, and we have got to squeeze everything and everybody in that time. And, you know, sometimes if we pace ourselves, like you said, but I'm stretching things out. I mean, I'm seeing people, you know, before 
Thanksgiving, um, a couple mm -hmm. of people, a couple of events before Thanksgiving, you know, and then leading up to Thanksgiving and a couple here and there. But like you said, you have got to pace yourself out because if you try to squeeze every single party event in, you will overwork yourself. And also my girlfriend, what she does is she has a family gathering in October. She said she wanted oh, to do that so that nobody would feel any stress, any obligation when holidays started coming around. Well, I've got to go see this person or I've got to see that, see that person. Everybody gets together as a family in October. And then after that, if we don't see each other, okay. If we do, great. So sometimes it's just thinking outside the box. Well, you know, my, my uh, cousins, I usually go to their house on Thanksgiving and they've just had a crazy year, very busy, some health things. And they have a place down in, in Florida, and they've just been longing to go down there. And so they said to all their family members, we're going to Florida. We're skipping Thanksgiving this year. And, uh, you know, we all said yay, because that way we can have a wonderful Christmas together. And, you know, they get to rest up, and they get to be healthy for that Christmas. And I just I applaud them for that, you know. And so their sons and daughters and so forth. But, uh, you know, an another thing I'm doing uh, this holiday season is instead of rushing out to the stores trying to find this or that, um, I started very early in the year uh, with some people in mind and a few uh, thoughtful gifts for those people. And then for I have a running group. Uh, it's going to be a, a large running group. But every year I make them little stained glass ornaments for the Christmas tree. And for me, it's so enjoyable. I love designing them. It's a new design every year. And I love the, the mechanics of making it. It's, it's almost like, I guess I don't knit, but people say knitting is very you know meditative. And it's that type of thing where your hands just are doing these things. And, and then you get these little handmade presents and one uh person my actually my personal trainer who i had given a running shoe to last year um uh, she said what are you making this year i said i can't tell you and uh, she said well you know uh the present you gave me last year is in my memento box and, and i thought wow how how wonderful that you know she finds it so special to to put it with her mementos and and to me that was like fire to to keep on going on on doing these these little stained glass ornaments but um i i i people seem to enjoy them they tell me they do um and uh, i just so enjoy the process of making them and it's something where i don't have to rush out to the malls and that's so good because one year my girlfriend she gave everyone a cake Oh. Um, now, of course, Beth, you know, she gave me a, a large cupcake, which I, to this day, I still tell her, that's not fair. You gave everybody, you gave every family a cake, and then you give me a cupcake. She said, well, Janet, your family of one. I said, no, it doesn't matter. You gave every family. I am the Taylor family. Now, the Taylor family right now is the size of one, but... <laughs> But it was really, I mean, every, it was enjoyable. It was something that she, you know, she really loved cooking and, 
and I th- and I like those. And, and one time, a girlfriend gave me some chocolates that she made. So those kind of gifts, because they give, they're, they're made with love. I'm not saying the other store bought gifts aren't nice, but sometimes it's those gifts. And I think we have to begin to get a little creative. You know, now a friend just gives me books, and I love that. You know, I, oh, nice. I, I yeah, I love books and 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 things like that so or or sometimes candles because some some of my friends they make candles or wreaths and things like that so what you're doing it's really nice because like you said you can just pace yourself and do it throughout the year you're not necessarily in that frenzy of it and speaking of walking i belong to now a walking group and one of the things that they have put out there is the after thanksgiving family walk they said, instead mm. of shopping, everybody get up and we walk. And I said, that is a good idea. I mean, everybody's together anyway. Everybody needs to move after we've had consumed so much turkey and whatever else we've consumed. So I thought that was a really great idea, something different. Yeah, I, I love that. I have a, a running buddy whose family actually goes out for a, a short run. Um, but they all get on their running shoes after, after digesting, of course, and uh, go out and run off a couple more calories before they dig into the pies. I think it's just doing those things because uh, over the summer, I visited a client and I stayed with her for a few days. And I really saw like a whole different simple living because, you know, yes, they have all the conveniences of modern living but they also have a garden. And I was like, wow, how nice that is. And then one night she just said, Janet, I'm going to um, get some things from the garden and then we can eat, you know, on the patio. And that was just so nice, Beth. It was like, it was for me, the city girl, it was like, wow, this is, this is wonderful. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in the conveniences of things, we forget those simple things that we can do um, that can really impact our lives. I, I totally agree. Uh, if I didn't have a, a brown thumb, I, I would love to have a garden. But I, instead, I go blueberry picking every summer, and that then I freeze. I make a lot of blueberry things uh, for the neighbors and so forth. But then I freeze a lot of the blueberries to be able to make a blueberry pie for our Christmas. And it's my tradition, and uh, it's wonderful because if you freeze them right after picking them, they they taste really fresh, and uh, everybody loves the difference of you know it's not the same old because you've already had the pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving, uh, you know, and the apple pie at Thanksgiving, and and by the time Christmas rolls around, it's right after it, and you're kind of sick of that. So why not have something different? So I usually make a chocolate pecan pie and a and a blueberry pie. Oh, that sounds good. Chocolate pecan. That sounds really Mm. good, Beth. Oh, that sounds good. (laughs) But you know what? As you were talking, I was thinking about how it's important when we live a simple life to say no to things. And one of the things that I have to say no to is because I have a wonderful iPhone. But I noticed after having one for a few years that at a certain point, it doesn't run like it did when I first bought it, which is in... I guess the way they designed it, it's like, okay, Janet, it's time for you to upgrade. 
Then all of a sudden, I get all the emails. It's time for you to upgrade, Jan. Don't you want the latest? Don't you want the greatest? It takes this and it takes that. And I get emails, I get calls. And I think for me, it's like, you know what? Right now, this is enough for me. <laughs> you know, I don't I have a seven. I don't have an 11, but I can still take a picture. I can still make a call. I can still do a text. So sometimes even in our lives, being simple means just saying no to like, you know, I don't need another big screen TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, uh, one of the things that, that I recently did to simplify is uh, in my, my kitchen, I had what I called the dead appliance cupboard. And, uh, you know, that's where those things that you may use once and then they, they go off to die. And, uh, you know, I've, I've returned to making a lot of things like bread by hand, the original, you know, bread recipes. And I had this bread maker that I have not used for, whew, maybe seven years. And I thought, why is this taking up space? <laughs> so... Boom, that went out in the garage to, to be repurposed. And then I, I reached in and I had this, I'd gotten it on with points uh, from some credit card. I had this espresso maker, but I, I make espresso with the hand maker like the Italians do. And uh, I thought, well, when's the last time I used this? And I think it's it's asking yourself these questions of, do I need this? Do I use this? Will I use this? Um, you know, how attached really am I to this? Uh, and it was really amazing how many of these gadgets that I, I no longer use because I, I, you know, don't need those. I've got other ways that I'm doing it, and I'm happy doing it that way. So why go for, for the fancy? I know there's some, some young couples starting out that will love these things, and good. They'll be repurposed towards them, and uh, I get some cupboard space. You know, and that's a you know, and that is a good um, idea because, like you said, we we all have those appliances. You see them, you 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 feel like it's just going to transform the way you cook, your kitchen, you buy it, and then the next <laughs> thing you know, years later, you haven't even touched it. And mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, and and I started doing that with some of my appliances. Now, the one thing that I won't get rid of is my crock pot. But, you know, I have a blender and, and I'm like, do I, I haven't really used it. And so I took it out and started and I'm like, I have not used you. I do have a hand mixer. I don't blend a lot of stuff. That's just because of the things that I cook. And sometimes you even have to look at just, you know, how you cook, because mm-hmm. I realized I wasn't using all of those pots that, you know, I inherited from my mother. I wasn't using mm-hmm. all those pots, and I recently went through some of the things, and I found a cookie sheet that I wasn't using, so then I went on Pinterest and figured out what I could do with it, and the perfect solution for me, which is something I need, I can use it for a boot tray, so I'm going to put some pebbles oh, wow. in it and put it by the door, and that solves that, so now when I come home after a slushy day outside, I can just put my boots there and not have to worry about messing up the floor. So, like you said, sometimes, like, I don't need all this stuff because I'm not cooking, like, I'm just not cooking. <laughs> I cook, but I'm not doing the whole chef thing. So, you're mm. right. I like that. I like that, the, 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 uh, 
the cabinet with all the stuff that you just never use. And I mean, it's in our yeah. drawers. It's it's throughout our homes. Mhm. And it's it's really you know asking the right questions. I. I've been three times through this one bookcase, and and finally the books are not piled up, you know, three in a row. Um, but it's still got a way to go. And, but the last time I looked at it, and I said, "Are you keeping this at some sentimental value? Will you really refer to this book again? Will you read this book again?" And sometimes it was yes. You know, it, that's a great reference book. I'm going to keep it. it I referred to it many times, and other times it was like I I used it in 2008 to get through school, and I haven't looked at it since. Well, 10 years you haven't looked at this thing, 11 years, so maybe it's time to get rid of it. Right, books, um, all kinds of things throughout your home and your life. You know, of course, clothes is always the big one. You know, you look at it. You know, for me. <laughs> For me, it was, you know, it was a pair of shoes I fell in love with because they were patent leather. They had a heel, but I can't even wear that heel anymore. You know, I'm at that place now where I need a, a lower heel, a more comfortable shoe. And I'm like, why am I, why am I taking up space in my closet holding something that I know I will never use again? So, mm. you know, I got rid of it. Or, you know, back to the kitchen. I had a huge cutting board back, huge. It's big enough to put like a huge turkey on. Well, I don't cook like that. And if I have to cook for that many people, I'm going to either ask a friend or either call one of those companies that can do some catering for me because I'll panic. And finally, mm-hmm. finally, I did, you know, I just said, hey, I don't want it. And But I didn't necessarily want to donate it because sometimes with wooden cutting boards, some places may not take it, even though I never used it. One of my girlfriends like, I'll take it off of you right here and now. I was so happy because she wanted it because I know she had a big family. She took it and I was happy. So there's always somebody who can use our stuff. But also, you know, there's ways we can repurpose stuff, too. I love repurposing. Oh, I I, I love it, too. It's, it's a... Amazing when you find something and and there's another good use for it. I love your your cookie sheet example. Um, it's just really kind of brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was that. It was yeah. It was like I, I've always wanted a boot tray, and then when I came across that old rusty cookie, I said, "Why am I holding on to this? I have a brand new one, and and I don't really bake cookies like that anymore. So I only need one. I don't need two. And then when I started looking and I was like the perfect solution. So now I don't have to go out and buy one. So I'm saving money, saving the environment, but it just always surprises me because of the area that I live in. And I live in a, I wouldn't say a college town, but I'm, you know, adjacent to a couple colleges. And it amazes me when the semester ends, how much stuff is just getting tossed. I'm like, if I had a pickup truck, wow, you know, I see things and it's just, it just breaks my heart because I'm like, oh, that could be repurposed for that. That could be repurposed for that. So, yes. But we've got a a great community here where if we've got something that we we think, well, I want this and I'm, you know, I'm not going to sell it because I won't get much for it and be more aggravation. So you just put it out in the street and, uh, you know, People come by and they're like, oh, you, know, you have a sign free on it, and they come by and their eyes light up, and and that's you know it's gone. There was one neighbor who 
had an old mast and put it out on, on, by the street with a free sign. I thought, who's going to want an old mast? And this guy with a truck stopped. I was out walking my dog and stopped me and said, is that really free? And I said, it's got the sign on it. That's what we do. We put it by the side of the road. He said, oh, my God, I've been looking for a mast that will fit my, my sailboat, and mine's cracked, and I can't find one anywhere, and I think that will. And I said, well, it's, it's yours. And he went over, and he looked at it, and, and he was just so happy. You know, they, they, he found the mass that he's been looking for everywhere. And so it's, it's kind of gives you a nice feeling when you see people yeah. happy picking up something that you, you say, I can no longer use this. You know, we'll let somebody else use it and enjoy it. And that is good. And, that, and, and some people do put little boxes out of things that they want to get rid of. So sometimes people do, and other people just put it out in the trash, and some people pick it up. But also in my community, they have what they call these little free little libraries. They may have them where you live. And it almost looks like a little birdhouse. And, yeah. and you just put books in there. And I love that because when I'm done with books, I don't want, I put them in there. Sometimes I'm working with clients. They have books. I put them in there. And I had a, a, a client who was a retired teacher. She had lots of books. She's like, Janet, nobody wants them. I said, but you have to understand sometimes you know, parents may be teaching their children some skills. They may be homeschooling. These books would be perfect. So I love those little libraries. I love them too. Another trick on books is when I tra travel on an airplane, very often the uh, flight crew will be staying over someplace and they love books. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'll say to, I'll finish the book on the plane and, and say to the steward or stewardess, you, you want the book? I just finished it. Oh, yeah, we're, we're doing a stopover, a layover here, and blah, 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 and, and uh, they'll grab the book. Wow, that's a good idea. There's so many ways yeah. to just, like, you know, repurpose, reuse, or upcycle things, or, you know, just give things that you have a new life without throwing them out. But also, like you said in the beginning, when you bring something in, you kind of think of what can I take out? And I think that's the whole, it's like a cycle because it keeps things moving. Yeah, and it, it especially if you're working as I am to uh, downsize some of this stuff, uh, it's funny, you, you work, uh, you know, most of your working life, you work to, to bring things in and then you finally get to a stage where you go, why do I have all this? Um, and gee, there'd be more room in this house if I could just clear it out a little bit. And, and, uh, so if I didn't have that rule, then it would, it would almost be a defeat my, I want a negative balance there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think we, we all, I mean, I have to do it too. Um, um, Beth, and I think for me, sometimes it's my clients will want to get rid of stuff and they'll, and I'll be the first person that well, Janet, don't you want it? Mm, no, I can't, <laughs> I cannot, I cannot take this. I cannot, some things I can take, but this I cannot take. So, so yeah. <laughs> so Beth, are you working on any interesting projects? You know, I follow you online. I love seeing the walking group. I love watching your videos. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm actually uh, writing a um, spy novel. Um, it, it's with the editor, wow. and who um, has uh, told me that it's a 
uh, excellent cat and mouse story with uh, uh, complex characters and intriguing locales. So um, I am very hopeful for where it's going to go, and, and you'll be one of the people that will hear me shouting for, from the rooftop uh, even when it gets published. Wow. That sounds interesting. That sounds like it could be a movie. Or yeah, well, it, it actually could. There's, she's saying that uh, she thinks it's got a, a, a huge amount of potential. So I'm thinking, mm. okay. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I also yeah, like to know so. what you're doing with the walking group and even the cute little chew toy you made for your little doggy. That was that was so cute. I, yes, I, do follow, <laughs> I follow Beth online. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I follow you too, and and find uh, it's so inspirational to to uh, you know toss it Tuesday. I love toss it Tuesday. You know toss it Tuesday, great. And even if it's just a piece of paper that's gone, I've participated. You know, makes that's me right. feel good. Yes, that's right. Toss it Tuesday. Toss it Tuesday. So Beth, how can people follow you, or you know, find out about some of the books you've already published and some of the projects you've already done? Um, well, I, I uh, do have a Facebook page for uh, the book that's in uh, progress and also a website. The name of the book is Moscow Nights Return, as nights as in day versus night. Um, and uh, yeah, the website's, uh, of course, www.moscownightsreturn.com. So... Um, that will, uh, it has some, uh, chapters from the book up there and, uh, some, uh, drawings I've done, uh, that go along with the book. And, uh, uh, so people can get sort of a taste of what will be coming out there. And, uh, uh, uh I think that's a good place to start. <laughs> uh, uh, and listeners, as always, I will have a direct link to that Facebook page so you can, Check out the drawings, check out the book, sign up so you can, you know, be uh, notified when it is published. So, Beth, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule once again to return as the annual end of the year guest and um, have a wonderful holiday. I will. You too, Janet. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Did you enjoy our conversation? I hope you did. You know, sometimes Beth and I get together, we could talk for hours, so I had to kind of cut it off. But let me know what you gained from our conversation, if there's an area of your life you feel like you want to simplify. And just some tips on simplifying living, which are in my Taylor's tip time, is number one, decide to only buy what you need. You know, of course, you, you may need a new coat, you may need new shoes, but do you need five pairs of shoes? Um, so just begin to think like that. Repurpose items. I love taking something old and transforming into something new because sometimes we do. And I can emotionally attach to things and things that belong to my mother. I'm still not ready to get rid of. So I learned how to repurpose them. Repair and mend. You know, shoe repair shops used to be very popular, but now sometimes we get a heel or you know, a rip or tear and something, we throw stuff out instead of either taking it to a tailor or just getting out the needle and thread. Yes, I did say needle and thread and fixing it ourselves. 
And of course, if you want to live a simple life, sometimes you need that support. So support yourself with friends who are on that journey with you so you can encourage each other and start slow. You know, you don't necessarily have to like, okay, I'm going to do my entire life. You know, for me, one thing I did, and I realized this when I was just kind of reorganizing, I call it my little recycling area, is that I need to stop when I go to specific stores and get those plastic bags. I just need to stop. So, you know, usually there's small items. When I go to this store, it might be deodorant, it might be toothpaste, something small along those lines. And I've already, you know, shopped at another store. So I need to just buy the item, take my receipt and go and not grab because, and it's, it's a habit. You're a habit of putting stuff in a bag and grabbing. So that's my way of really starting slow. So I hope those strategies help you. And I would love to know what strategies you use as well. And of course, for those of you who may be looking for some help, or maybe you know somebody who's looking for some help, because, you know, I do offer gift certificates, um, some virtual sessions. You know, I can see a photo, I can see a video, and I can tell you exactly how to organize an area. For those of you who are ready to, to take that, tackle that clutter hands-on, or sometimes you just need a different way of thinking about your schedule and your life, and I can help you as well. So there's an orange button on my website, schedule a 15-minute session. Let's talk about how we can get you organized now, but also going into the new year. Well, I definitely want to thank you for following me via social media, for your interaction. I truly appreciate you. Check out my Pinterest board, and I have a page on my Pinterest. I, you know, well, I always get those two confused. It's a Pinterest board, but then I have a page on Pinterest with simple organizing tips. So check those out as well. Well, today is Monday here, but of course, it might be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, where you are. And it is discard. My tip for this week is discard duplicates. So you may have two sets of you know, measuring cups. And maybe you do need two sets of measuring cups or spoons because you do a lot of baking for your family. But do you need five? Um, You know, maybe you you travel a lot and a lot of people do. But when you get that new set of luggage, because one of the things I want to get is that 360 rotation um, piece of luggage. When I get that piece, then the piece needs to go because I'm in a small space. So I can't have like five and six pieces of luggage. So that's what I mean when you, you know, get rid of duplicates. So that's my tip for you. My app suggestion for you is, of course, again, my life organized. Like I said in the previous segment, it really is a daily planner app. It helps you drag, drop. You know, sometimes we just need those things to really help us um, get organized and we need an app to help us do it. And sometimes you may not even need an app because you've got what you need on your phone. I mean, if you're like me, you had an iPhone and you really need to utilize what you already have. Simplify. Don't you know, maybe it's not time to get another app. And of course, my repurpose suggestion is my repurpose page on Pinterest. There's a lot of different tips and a lot of different ideas on just how you can Repurpose a pair of old jeans, repurpose a pair of old boots and turn it in a planter, you know, repurpose glasses, repurpose toys. So check that out. 
My product suggestion is to check out my Amazon page because not only do I have great stocking stuffers for under $20, I made sure that all of them are under $20, but also there may be something on there that can help you be more organized. Maybe there's, you know, certain things, maybe people in your family have a lot of you know, you are into really eating healthier and so the refrigerator maybe needs to be a little bit more organized or um, maybe um, you've decided to tackle your office because you want to better manage the family because you want to get the finances under control or you want to start a home office. So check out those pages as well. I also have some life organizing um, products as well. You know, I personally use the My Body Passport. I love it because I can list all the my my um, test results, etc., in one location. And my book selection for this week is Simple Overabundance. I read that book. I love it. And it's just looking at our lives in a different perspective on how we all have abundance in our lives. And sometimes, and I was there too, where you just try to go out there and buy everything, but really looking at what you have and appreciating it. And my quote for this week is, a simple life is a beautiful life. A simple life is a beautiful life. And I also wanted to share something um, really quick. You know, recently, you know, I needed some help in my home because I'm very organized. Everything's very organized, but it looked a little drab. I'm not the best decorator in the world. Well, you know, a member of my team, um, Ellen Francis, came in here and she's going to be a guest in the future in, in the new year. And she just took things that I already had. Because sometimes when we feel like we need to decorate, we need to go out and buy things. She came in here and used everything I have. And she just started moving it from room to room. She didn't necessarily, she's like, she's a Janet, what's your budget? I said, well, right now I want it to be zero. So let's see what we can do now. Of course, you know, I had to buy a few things. I had to buy some curtains, things like that. But she was able to take pieces that I would have never put in certain rooms and transform the room. So think about that as well in your simple overabundance. Not only did she do that, she encouraged me because after she did that, it was like there was certain stuff. I was on a move to get stuff out of my house. So every day for the past four or five days since she's been here, I have taken something out of my house. And it's been little things. You know, I took an old sweater to H&M because I know they responsibly dispose of old clothes. I mean, this sweater was something that nobody could wear. So I gave it to her. And then, of course, um, gave it to H&M, I should say. And then um, there were some things I needed to take, recycling things. I needed to take to electronics and stuff like that. So I just wanted to share that with you. Well, we're coming up to the end of the year. And, of course, the last two episodes are going to be talking about things you can do, what is organizing your office, your business, or organizing your life. So I want to thank you so much for listening. Be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. And please visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. Until next time, have a clutter-free day, but have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.